Back in my college days, I took a coaching class and an older gentleman taught it. And, you know, dealing with older people, usually some of them could talk ball. And this one, he ain't disappointed. He could do some talking. But my man's had a lot of quotables. And with that, this just brings me to my next point. One point my man's always used to push in class was, as an adult, am I becoming something I despise as a youth? I think it's just so crazy how, like, I guess the older I get and uh, certain habits, I start realizing that I have. And uh, the way I look at certain situations, it's just so crazy how I'm just like some of my people in so many different ways. Things I I used to say coming up, man, I never do this. I never uh like this. Man, I catch myself nowadays doing certain shit that used to irk me coming up from my people. And I think that's just so crazy how damn near as an adult, I'm becoming things that I despised as a youth. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Rosh Move. Rosh, your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Um, so... Once again, we back at it, and I appreciate y'all yeah. kicking it with the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. And uh, Rumble started <laughs> us off with some with a good point, right? Um, yeah. About are you not? First of all, what's the coaching class was in? Do you think he was? I, I'm I'm curious about that. I know. Shit, I thought not, he was talking about a coaching class, like about he, coaching no, basketball. He, That's what yeah, I he was in a coaches so class. I think he was in a coach's class, one of the coach's class. Oh, yeah, but this shit sounded like coaching. he was in a parenting class. Yeah, like, like, like coaching, like like. Yeah. Uh, life life coach. Life coach. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. Life coach. Well, first of all, we got happy belated B Day, my nigga Rumble. Happy belated B Day, boy. You know what I mean? And um, you know but I mean? yeah, the, like I I don't even understand what the coaching thing was, but I'm I'm thinking with the context of the story that it had to be some kind of a how how do you coach business coaching one on one or something? You know, something like that. Anyway, he said, let me okay. let me tell you where let me tell you where I'm at on it. One thing I wanted to I want to say what I appreciate from that boy Rumble is. I never know when he's going to say. And this brings me to my next point. He said it real quick this time. He said it real quick. Sometimes it happens at the end. It's like three seconds left to the clip. And he's like, and that brings me to my next point. Da-da-da-da. And that's it. And then the other thing I was thinking to myself, well, I'm going to save that one for last. But I was thinking, damn, Rumble, you probably are like one of your parents because you use the word irk. <laughs> that shit irks me, <laughs> and this shit is funny because like it comes full circle, right? Because I think irk is back to like a word that we could use, but for my mama used to use that shit, and, and time, that right? shit used to irk me <laughs> because I didn't. That was an old school word, you know. Like I'm like I don't know nobody no irk, yeah. and then and then on third, the one thing that I could say that I got, <laughs> bro, this shit is so weird because it just it, it hit me, it hit me like it hit Rumble because I say shit like. I respond to, to to niggas like, is that right? And I swear my daddy said that shit so much. And I'm like, every time I every time I hear myself say it, I'm like, all right. So good point, Rumble. I mean, yeah, I think I think there's something to be said for heredity, right? When it comes to um, acting out 
in in acting and doing things that he said like things that you despised as a youth. Maybe you despised mm-hmm. it because you was around it a bunch. Like mm-hmm. I'm, you know, there's a trait that people like to say when they they throw it out. I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm um, definitely not diagnosed this way, but people be saying all the time you you bipolar like your Paul. I didn't hear my mama say that before. Like. Mm. There's certain things that I used I used to despise that That's about where you my get that shit from. I used to <laughs> I used to despise <laughs> that about my pa when he'd be like clouded about something one minute then being like just going off like you know but I feel that's, like I'm that's definitely you though but I mean I got I you know a lot of that I could I despised it and now that's me so I think hereditary heredity has something to do with that as well so like Lawrence talking about when he was growing up how he didn't. He didn't. He despised certain things. He's like, oh man, I'm never gonna be that. But I mean, if you despise certain things around the people that you're around, a lot of times you're gonna end up being like them, just off GP. Yeah. I think for my daddy, it was he just really never really. It took a lot to make him mad. Like he just used to be so cool in situations. Like I used to be pissed off right now, and he just would always keep his calm. I'll be mad, or my mom be mad, or something happen. We all be mad, upset, and he just be so fucking cool. You know, even when he whooped my ass, like, he just was always cool about it. You know what I mean? He, my dad never did scream or holler, you know, or, you know, anything when I was in trouble. And I find myself doing the same thing with my child or in situations where, especially my cousin, you know, things going haywire or something, I'll be chilling, you know. And he'd be like, man, don't you don't care about nothing. Now, you, I think your brother took after your daddy, man. You got that Shirley in you because you, be, uh, you don't be cool. You're not cool. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling, cool. man. Um, um, so is there anything like he, he he did say another thing that he was becoming something that he despised as a youth that you never want to become something that you despise as a youth um i kind of was looking at that scenario and just thinking about it in a like kind of flipping it on his head that i think for me to an extent looking back on my youth i might have been like there was parts of the things, the way that I rolled that I despised as an adult looking back, as opposed to as a youth looking forward, as a youth looking forward. Honestly, I can say that I feel like I'm the kind of person that I wanted to be when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm like, if looking like big scale, whole picture, like, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm cool. I'm straight. Yeah. I'm straight with how this whole whole life thing all turned on. I like, yeah. so I, I don't see it like that. But it, it could be worse, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta address that. And, and honestly, Los, I want to know. I want to know from you too. But I, damn, I surprised the shit out of myself because I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, you know, I went from I went from private school, you know, like from kindergarten to, to third grade, and then I, I switched to another private school in fourth through sixth grade. And then I went to public school, and bro, I was so I was lost. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I'm, I mean, I'm saying this, like I, I'm, I mean it. I was lost in seventh grade, eighth grade. I was lost. Ninth grade. I'm saying like I really feel like at some point, and I probably have to do some soul searching to figure out when it happened. But I'm, I feel you on that, Al. Mm-hmm. I feel like you had more of a plan because because I, you know, I already said it on the last podcast that at some point I just figured out I was gonna wing it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like in 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 a sense surprised, but I'm I'm like um, I'm excited. I guess excited would be proud of yourself. I'm proud for sure, but like I'm excited. Like I'm like I'm I'm I can't believe the person that I became Hmm. because I like Hmm. myself, right? And I think that that I think I think I think that that shit is healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Mm-hmm. I think it's cool to be like, I want to be a doctor all my life, and then you be a doctor, and that's cool. But like, it life didn't work out for me like that. Like, I didn't know what I was gonna be. Yeah. But I'm just satisfied to like the extent that I'm optimistic of the person that I am right now. That shit's cool. I really like the way you just said that, and I've told somebody like recently, and 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 the, I get this question a lot about best friend weekend and what's what's best friend weekend about and what our brand is. And I tell people our brand is a lot of things, but at its core, our brand is cool. Like, Breast Friend Weekend mm-hmm. doesn't do things that aren't cool because the people who are in it are cool. Like, us three mm-hmm. are we're cool individuals. And I know that word seems like an overused word, like cutting, but it's, it's factual. Like, we, we, yeah. be, like we, we cognizant of our fly. We cognizant of the way we kind of carry ourselves and the things we like to do. And like you said, it's it's a very real thing that you get to a point you're like, man, um, I, I like who I turned out to be. I remember distinctly when I graduated college, and this is like a me versus me thing, right? I graduated college the night of my college graduation. We go out to a party. I rolled out to that party with Dre Hype. Shout out this podcast brought to you by Dre Hype and Lil Chris. Uh, um, Lil Chris, you still owe us on that bag. And we yeah, you hit us up. <laughs> you hit us up, down bad. You and your you you and your lagoons. Oh, <laughs> um, but we got there. Small meat, you know. <laughs> we got there and we got to the club and I remember going to the I was drunk and I went to the bathroom and I'm looking at and I'm washing my hands after I pissed and I'm looking in the mirror like, damn, this who you are? That's what's up. Like, 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 okay. When I was a no, kid. No, you usually went to the mirror. Like, you didn't wash your hands. Well, I, I might not. Have. No, I probably did. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be in the mirror. I don't think I'd be playing with my face and my hands if I did. But anyway, you, you so it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, I got you. So it's a thing that we just, um, I think that we, as a kid, you look up and you're like, damn, this is the person I am. And if you're not happy with that, that's a problem and you should probably start trying well, I to think that's where that. problem is. I think that's where problems ensue. Yeah. I think that's where... I think that's where, like, the problems start. Like, if you look in the mirror and you see something that you don't like, mm. whether it's appearance, whether it's finances, whether it's whatever it is, mm-hmm. you look in the mirror and you see something you don't like, I think that's where your problems start. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think, I, but you can't control that. I think that, for though. me, yeah, I well, think for me, a lot, of, a lot of my problems was, for me, I was always hard on myself. Like, I wanted to be the best at everything. You know what I mean? I want to be good at this, good at that, good at this, good at that. I had to realize that you're not going to be good at everything, Carlos. All you can do is be yourself and be okay with that. You know what I mean? I still want more. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting more and still striving to be better every day. But you can't be, I had to stop being so hard on myself about everything. You know what I mean? That was, I think that's one of my hugest problems growing up. I think, and, I think know, it's still as an adult. Yeah, it's, it's so funny how I'm going to tell you this, and I, I feel like I had somewhat of an epiphany. Uh, just in my thoughts uh, earlier this week, a, a chick at lunch came up to me. And she said, I told myself this morning that I was going to eat a salad, mm. but I kind of want some Chick-fil-A. And I'm thinking, and, I, and, and my, my response to her was, don't you think it's kind of crazy that you got to tell yourself to eat a salad? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, don't you think it's kind of crazy that like you have a conversation within yourself? Mm. Like that, like really and truly, like if you really think about it, you're like two people. <laughs> you're your physical self and you're like your mental self and your mental self is that like you're both you're both like you 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 you're there you're 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 present in both tenses but like you got to tell your physical self often hey i'm i need to do this i need to i need to i need to go to this place i need to take care of this piece of business i need to eat a salad and then your physical self but also has a mind of its own which is just saying 
things like, no, I don't want a salad. Meat tastes good. Chick-fil-A tastes good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to fight. You literally like almost in a fight of like what feels good, what tastes good, then like what's good for you. Your mind, your mind, if, if your mind, boy, your mind is a hell of a thing, bro. No, but I, you know, I, pain is a hell of a drug. I think I think yeah. that you hit on, you touched on something, Raj, when you said that when if you look in the mirror and you see something that you don't like, that that's the be. It's like, mm-hmm. but kind of where I was going with it is that you just can't control that, and the people who can't control that, like who look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm too skinny, oh, I'm I'm fat, and they're really slim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and then they gotta, then they bulimic and all kind of other stuff. It's, it's a lot of times when people look in that mirror and they see things that they don't want to see. So yeah, um, I mean, Rumble used the word despised as a youth. Um, I know we went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but it's just kind of it. What you see in the mirror is an important thing, and um, you know you got to kind of protect this ain't no, your own This ain't number no, no Rumble talk. This just Rumble talk. A little red. Well, I think if anything, I think if anything is. It's deeper than telling somebody love yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's deeper than it's deeper than that. Like it, it really is. Like, like fight with yourself. You know what I'm saying. Like, like get to where you need to get to to like make yourself happy. Not just love yourself. Like sometimes you really got to get to a place where you can actually love yourself. Because sometimes it's hard. Like you say, when you look in the mirror and you might see something that everybody else don't see, mm-hmm. but you see it, and that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. But you just got to fight with yourself hard enough. You, I mean, to make yourself happy, and then too, if you don't know how to love, you can't you can't love yourself either. Mm. How to love? Well, how to love? <laughs> 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 hey man, let me let y'all know what burned my boot at this week. Um, the first thing before you do that, before you do that, <laughs> no, I want to say this before you do I'm that. I gotta burned, do it. I gotta say it. Too. I, he go burned. Ahead, already. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Start it over. I really pit. think you should grab a. I, I want you to have a um, and the sound effect that goes. <laughs> I gotta have that, but that's a little it. Fire cool. that it. Okay, so let me let y'all know what burned my boot at this week, man. The first thing <laughs> is, man, look, both of these are pretty football centric. The first one, um, honestly, shotgun snaps at the goal line, dog. I'm gonna tell you why I burned my oh, boot at last Thursday. I was watching the terrible Panthers against the terrible Buccaneers, and I had money on the Panthers, and then they tried this whole reverse flip around to Christian McCaffrey, and he got knocked out of bounds, and they didn't win the game when the Panthers should have won, and they would have covered it, and I would have got paid. Um, I was watching this whole documentary on the SEC about like how the SEC came to be and how football came to be, and it was talking about how football used to didn't have, like, it would be five yards to get a first down. So every team would just snap that thing and like quarterback keep was the play. Every play. <laughs> That's crazy. Like if you need a half yard and you don't do quarterback sneak from under center cutting, I hate you. That burns my boot. All I gotta say about that is that I agree. <laughs> this shit makes me mad. First and first and ten first and goal from the goal line and you in some sort of shotgun formation is bad coaching. Hmm. Terrible know. coaching. And I know why the Saints probably did it against the Rams this past week when they didn't run um, Teddy Bridgewater into it because we had a, was already down one quarterback. But put Taysom in that in. Oh, shit, put Kamara under center. Exactly. I don't care. Just get a yard. Don't take the ball and hand it off. There's too many things. Like you're giving it to him two yards behind the line of scrimmage when you can just fall forward. I hate it. It's like it burns my boot and on every level of sport. Um, and like what I used to play when we used to be on that game hard, right? Um, NC2A and Madden and shit. 
Dog, I was always going to run a quarterback sneak on fourth and inches. Always. I'm going to say this. When we was on when we was on the NCAA 2014, number one in the world, Rosh Moore, I, I, would, I swear I would call you and tell you I'm running quarterback sneak. <laughs> or if we was on the microphone, we, we wasn't in the microphones at the time. But if we was on microphones at the time, I would tell you, hey, choose whatever defense you got to choose. I'm running quarterback sneak four times if I'm first down and first and goal on the goal line. I'm going quarterback sneak. And I don't understand why. I feel like, the, you know what's crazy? All right, just got just got another another epiphany. I think I think that there's a lot to learn from Madden players. Yeah. For NFL coaches. Maybe not everything, but there's some things that you can learn about what's effective from players, effective players on Madden. Yeah, I, mm. I, it, no, it makes a lot of sense in uh, in regards to creativity. Because they talk about people like the Lincoln Rileys of the world and the other and these coaches who coming up and are like the offensive masterminds and how young the Sean McVeighs. You can't tell me the Sean McVeighs, the people who our age, Lincoln Rileys, our age people weren't big video game head people designing Madden plays when they were growing up. Like, they have to be. They're of our age and they like football. Like That's a good question to ask somebody. No, that's real. I'll tell you this, and it's and it's kind of, you know, off to basketball, but I NBA 2K10, I feel like this is before the whole, like, three-point era came about. We was we was in the house. And the and the and we used to do fantasy drafts mm-hmm. between like five people and the best players, the players that you would want on your team was was shooters. You want all shooters on your team. You want dudes that could that could shoot threes. You want your center. You don't want like you don't want an old aging big body Shaq on your team. You want Andrea Bonyani who could hit the three. You know what I'm saying? So like I really feel like the NBA went to like a two K mode at some point in time. I really feel like the NFL, if they real, if they if they want to progress, need to go to a Madden perspective. Like and they did for a little while because Madden don't you don't really run on Madden. You throw the ball all the time. And so they did that. But when you when you first thing go, just to kind of take it back to the what burns my boot at, when you first thing go on the one, you go quarterback sneak four times. Four times you won't you won't lose yards. You can't lose yards on quarterback sneak. Cut you and you also Teach your running back how to take a snap from under center. And I hate I hate to be to sound too stupid about that, but that is not a stupid thing. Like if, if Adrian Peterson taking that snap under center, he pushing the power harder than whatever quarterback they got. I know that sounds radical and whatever, but it yeah, shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, it, it shouldn't it, be. It is. It, it's, it's radical as hell because if if you put Adrian Peterson under the center, I know what you're running. So all we're gonna do is, is all we're gonna do is close the splits. And focus then on do the it. Do it. Then do it. Do I mean, it. Do it. And he's do not. It. He's not getting. And he's not getting in. Do it. Just do he's it. He's not do getting it. in. Just do it. Come on. But no. What I just That's said. That's my point. No, what we just said. Stop. Four times. You're not gonna lose oh. no yards. <laughs> You're not gonna lose. Yeah. No at, yards. At the worst worst case scenario, and then I feel like the odds are in my favor. But worst case scenario is. You get first down and ten from the half yard line. <laughs> Cause, cause. And I'm that's and you know, and, and you know, and you know do you know my first play gonna be? Safety. Quarterback fucking quarterback sneak, sneak right back. <laughs> 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 with 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 Christian McCaffrey at, at running back. <laughs> quarterback sneak. Okay, I got another thing that burned my boot at that is um kind of sports related, but no, not really. Listen. 
I want to play some audio uh, earlier from one of our favorite, one of my top rappers of all time, Master P. Drew Brees just broke his hand. I know you're a big Saints guy. Yeah, we're coming back. You're coming back? Do you think there's any back. chance you might, you guys might kick the tires on Colin Kaepernick? Like, we need to. We need him. Absolutely, right? Cap, we need you. Right? It would be a great I'm, idea. I'm going home and let him know that right now. Yeah? We need Cap. As you could hear, TMC kind of gave that boy the setup, but um, mm. yeah, what burns my boot at is, okay, let's just put it this way. The idea of Colin Kaepernick is dope when he not supposed to be on your team. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who was Saints fan who said they want Kaepernick burn my boot at. Hey, I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> completely honest. I'm down for Kaepernick. I'm down for your movement, dog. If you want to be back in the league, I think you should be back in the league. But I just don't think you should come back to New Orleans. I, do, I really don't think that's the place for you. I mean, and what you're trying to do? The Wi-Fi bad out there. Yeah. Um. Well, it, you know, it, it's not enough cameras. You, ain't, you know, you brutality. can't. The, the flights. It's police yeah, brutality. the flights I'll, are bad. Come in out of there. They got stuff. You know, it's the, listen, the food too heavy for you. You stay in shape. We don't really do vegan out there. Like, just, I think you should go somewhere else. I don't think New Orleans is the place I for think, your movement. I think you should go to the Steelers or somebody or the Jets. They got good teams. Yeah. I mean, or, or, yeah. It's not yeah. New Anybody in our division, I think you should go. We need, I, actually, <laughs> I, I, like, I'm going to take our number seven over that number seven every time. <laughs> all day long. Give me That's white what I was going to say. Specifically, we already have the white the number version seven. of. So we good. We already got the white version. And of, uh, he's actually been Kaepernick playing football for the past what two three years. So we are. Right. I mean, I, don't I, know. I mean, if you want to get back, the white version think? of Kaepernick, though, Raj, I think he he tougher and shit like that. Too. He's a like, <laughs> he's a Swiss Army knife, Kaepernick. Um, I I want yeah. I Kaepernick. They said he had a couple of opportunities, and they said his um. He said he was interested to a couple of teams. They sent out some. Some feelers to find out what's going on. I'm just, I'm just being dead ass. I would love Kyle Kaepernick in a certain situation to be whatever. But the way our quarterback situation set up, I don't want no other we quarterback good. besides the ones we got. And we good. I don't care how many manyadis, manyadis, <laughs> manyadi drip that Master P sell. I'm not. He not. I'm. He not selling me that one. Nah, Master P. Nah. I you know, think they you got know some how sometimes I was just too. tired. Nah, they probably ripped like the big baller brand that is. <laughs> nah, Manyati is quality. Manyati is quality. It's, it is. It's oh. a brand for success. Oh, okay. Well, do y'all thing. Uh, you another some Manyatis? I'm going to give y'all one more thing <laughs> that burned my but what, Did you know? Okay, but while you're saying that, did you not know that this is a real thing? Y'all can go Google it. That P offered to sign Zion before he signed with. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did y'all hear that? Hey, hey. No. So hey, the deal was hey. basically that he you, wouldn't wear Manyadis. He, he wouldn't wear Manyadis when he hooped. It would be an exclusive off the court shoe deal. So like he could wear whatever he want during regular time. I mean during hooping, but off the court he would have to wear Manyadis, and they so, was going to try so to. So he pay possibly him. get two contracts. Exactly. So that's that, actually that's. Kind of genius for P to bring that as a thing, but I bet that man was like, "No, I want to wear them off whites. I'm straight. I'd rather spend money." That's what I'm saying. I was hoping that you was gonna say that because I'm like an exclusive off the. Nah, I'm good. 
So now nah, I'd be like, so you saying I'll lose money for that shit? No, no. See, he don't, you gotta you gotta deal. You like so? Listen, what if I just take Instagram photos in the Manyatis, right? And like on the take Instagram, I post them on Instagram. I take photos for Instagram in the Manyatis. But you know, when I'm out and about, I wear whatever I want. When they catch me, and they catch me. But I I post you know two or three pictures of Instagram a week. So the the, the, the key word was exclusive. I'm not, but I'm not. Pete would have paid that man some money just to post, but I know that. But Pete would have paid that man some money just to post him, him, just to post in some money. He'd have paid him some money. I would pay him some money to post in some best friend weekend gear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, where where does it stop? Like, Master P is cool. I like Master P. I grew up with Master. I grew up listening to Master P. What I'm saying is, is I don't think Master P is big enough to like. Present Munyadi as a serious option I'm not off saying the court, that. exclusively saying. at that. That's, that's that's a bit much. Exclusive is it's a bit much. Um, I think it's brilliant. So I mean, I know y'all went off on whatever that tangent was, which is which is a very good tangent, might I add. But I think that it's a genius idea to try to like yeah. go at somebody who has like a deal yeah. for the that everybody's giving them all this money to do something on the court, and you say, you know what? Yeah. Off the court, but I mean, it's damn. It's the same thing as like having a, a sponsorship with Beats or having a sponsorship with mm-hmm. um, Apple or whatever it is. And like mm-hmm. you're working with some other company, it's just this company issues as well, and it's synonymous with athletes. However, they want it to be a brand, a lifestyle brand. Like there are certain brands that probably could have came to Zion with that deal, and they took it. Like you said, Raj, mm-hmm. though, Manyati is just not the, it's not on a level that anybody, Manyati, Manyati, true. Right, let me tell you, let me tell you what I think would have been genius. I think if Master P, the per, like the, the mogul that he is, would have got together with uh, like some sort of like engineer of, of clothing, uh, a fashion, a, a big time fashion person. Kanye West. Um, a basketball person. No, not Kanye West. That he got his own shit. I'm talking about somebody that don't have nothing to do with basketball. A scientist, like a chemist, or whoever, and put together a shoe and presented it to Zion. I think that would have been cool. But that Munyadi shit, nah. <laughs> that Munyadi don't drip. Hey, nah. Let me let y'all know the last thing that burned my boot at this week, man. Listen, um, basically the Colonel has decided he has a limited time offering in 40 locations in Norfolk and Richmond, Virginia. I was just in Richmond, Virginia. I should have been there and Pittsburgh. And basically, um, it's chicken and donuts, man. The options are a basket that has chicken on a bone or chicken tenders with two donuts and a sandwich with a chicken filet in between two glazed donuts. Um, wow. For one donut, it's five fifty. For the two donuts, it's seven fifty. The combo is six dollars and eight dollars. Um, served hot, dropped hot, and you can add a donut to any meal for an extra dollar. So, um, what kind of donuts? I have a lot of questions, man. And I guess my first question is, like, they're trying. I mean, it burns my booty. First, I mean, I, that, if that. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. It burns my boot that they're trying to get in it, that everybody want to capitalize on the chicken game. But my first question is, do y'all think that their marketing and their, um, I guess, merchant, what would it be, distribution, is set up so that if it busts, they're going to have enough donuts and chicken? Have they, like, learned from Popeye's to be like, we got we going to have enough if this busts? Well, yeah. what I... 
I, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're onto something. But I, what I think, what I'm looking at that you didn't mention is that there's a cake, like a donut sandwich. There's a chicken sandwich that's, there's a chicken, piece of chicken. It's literally what I just said. That is, between, okay. <laughs> did you say that it was breaded between two yeah. donuts? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's got two options. One is like the chicken on the bone with the donuts, or you could get the chicken mm-hmm. filet. In between sandwich. two glazed donuts, that's the sandwich. I missed it. Yeah, but anyway, that's that, we talk about the same thing. KFC. I think they're trying stuff. I think that I think yeah, I think they learned from Popeyes and saying that that I think KFC. I, I would I would I would imagine that KFC is bigger than Popeyes from a business perspective, and I think that they they see that people like chicken, like people like chicken. It's more Popeyes, uh, and they're trying KFC to figure out creative Popeyes. ways to get people chicken. And they tried to double down. You know what I'm saying? Like KFC is KFC definitely have, KFC did have the double double fillets of fried chicken with something in between. Like the patties was the chicken. I just, they did make that. And you know what it was called? You know what it was called, Aldo? What was it called? It was called the double down, which is what I just really said. I like whenever I could do it to you too. Well, so I know that's not the same thing, but I get you though because I didn't just you didn't say <laughs> the double down is this, and then I said you know what they didn't. <laughs> but I get you. Point. I refer I to the point. double down as if you should know Absolutely. what it is already, Absolutely. but it was called the double down. It was basically uh, two pieces of chicken with cheese and bacon in the middle. So I think that KFC is adventurous, and I think that they're being adventurous, mm-hmm. but also capitalizing on. Popeyes is uh, success. Success is from their chicken sandwich. Um, I, I think it's. I don't think it's sustainable. I think it's something that they're trying, and, and I think it's something that's gonna fail. But um, <laughs> it's called, why it not try? The, it was called the double down. The I thought that thing was called the heart attack <laughs> sandwich. I just never knew because that thing just the, looked the like death. The the die today. I think KFC at this point just throwing shit against the wall and trying to see what sticks. Because they just oh, they said they had the beyond chicken shit too, so yeah. I don't understand how you gonna go be like you gonna go meatless chicken, like plant based chicken, which is whatever I don't know. Well, what a lot of people doing is. that. With, you don't live in you don't yeah. live in Denver. They do yes, they, but they, okay. Well, everything is beyond get, meat. That's not just them though. Like yes, Burger but I'm King saying got they, they got a whole yes, but they got a they got a whole restaurant where they just sell nothing. But anyway, they just throwing so you go from the beyond daddy to we gonna throw death on, on a bun and wrap it up and sell it to you for eight dollars. They just basically throwing shit the against loofah. the wall. They just, they just, they just throwing shit against the wall and trying to see. What's I have a look, I have a real question about this. What do they? How do they dress the chicken? Is it like go? Is it like donut glaze that you taste in when you bite into it, or is it like mustard or something? Like what? What do we? Is it a pickle in there? Like what do we? What's no, going on? I, was, I will say this. Potatoes. I think it's. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be along it's the same. Because it's KFC <laughs> and corn. Special potatoes, What else you gonna get from KFC? And the and the cold. I think slot? it's gonna be a, along the same lines as the um as the uh McGriddles. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you can't put too much on it. So it's it's you can't put all kind of mayonnaise and all kind of stuff. It's just gonna be chicken and in glaze. You know what I'm saying? In, like it's chicken and donuts and glaze, like icing. On the like, donut, they, not on they the They're gonna chicken. have a spicy yeah, I ice. I think the chicken will be sh- like nothing. And and to me, to me, no, but to Raj, be honest, I think the, the chicken, chicken sandwich waf- should be smaller. But the chicken waffles, like when people get chicken and waffles, isn't the allure that it's like syrup on the on the on the chicken too? Like I'm not a big chicken, chicken and waffles, waffles person, good, though. but isn't no, it like good. syrup? I mean, I mean, but I, I I don't know I don't know what what I'm missing. 
Can y'all explain this? No, story? you're right. Can y'all explain you're this? You're right. I'm with you. Because I'm not a chicken and waffles I'm, eater, but I feel like people like the fact that it's like the sweet with the chicken, right? Right. No, I'm with you. I I I think that I think yeah, that the I think bit. that the allure of it outside of the donut is going to be in the breading of the chicken. Mm. So yeah, if they can if they could infuse the breading with a syrup, then I think that that's something. <laughs> now you nah, think they own something. Now you talking cash nah. right now. We should have nah. been in this board meeting. Nah, then they got then they got a double on bathroom. You got to get extra bathrooms if you start doing stuff like that. You got donuts and fried chicken with syrup in the bread. I mean, with glaze. So have, you ever ne- on, a lot. have you ever heard of Taco Bell? Taco Bell, mm-hmm. it, it'll never get as worse. I don't eat Taco Bell, so. If you well, think CAP you is lying, you are probably correct. I love my asshole. <laughs> um, and on to the next. Didn't um, know that. Yeah, that was that was that <laughs> was a little TMI. Oh, um, okay. So we got a eating Taco Bell, man. I think a story that I want to talk about though. That's like a. It's been <laughs> in the, the news that I'm very I'm very interested. I mean, I'm so happy that I get to edit the podcast because a lot of things <laughs> like we're not even gonna hear you right now, Los. The thing about it is. <laughs> So a story I've been wanting to talk about is this um, Kanye uh, Sunday service, and oh boy. I went to the I went to the, the website service? and it just says oh. Sunday service, and that's all it says. So I had to do like a lot of just kind of searching and and looking for it and trying to figure out what it's all about. Raj, I know you know a little bit. Can you give us kind of the overview of what Kanye Sunday service is all about and your thoughts on it? Because I know you have some thoughts on it. Okay, so first off, I'm going to say this musically. Y'all know I love Kanye West. I really do. I really, really, really like Kanye West a lot. I think that musically, he's one of the greatest. Um, This Kanye Sunday service is, I think it's beautiful. I don't know who is involved. I don't know how you get involved. But I would love to go to a Kanye Sunday service I've always been a person that I don't necessarily like the um, music involved in in church. Like I don't, I don't. I always felt like church could be just give me the, give me the message and let me go home. I don't have to do all of the singing and dancing. But I would love to do a Kanye Sunday service. I think it's great. Um, the I've seen him remix some songs into gospel songs. And I feel like he's got like I feel like Kanye has like scoured the earth to try to find the most underground church singers, and you know you that's where you got your best singers at. Like, can we agree to that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got your best singers in church, yeah, and I feel like he went to a bunch. You went right. He went to went to a bunch of churches to try to find a the just underground talent, and and took him on under his wing to sing amazing songs and i love it i love it i love it to death i think i think it's the greatest thing in the world i feel like i feel like uh protestant churches all over the country could just could just get rid of their choir directors and the choir and then just play kanye choir songs for the rest of the for the rest of the eternity Something about that live <laughs> performance though is is like i don't know about it on tape but i don't i don't know like i guess when I was looking it up, it said something about how this kind of started last year, but the first one was at Coachella, and then like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, it was somewhere else, then it was in Chicago last week, it was in Atlanta this past week, and Kanye just showing up, and I watched like a 10-minute video of him on stage just kind of singing and saying stuff like, he died for us, and he lives 
and just singing little stuff and being very Kanye with some music playing in the back and people was kind of harping on every word. A lot of what I've been hearing people say, use the term they've been used is cult, that Kanye is creating a cult. Los, what are your thoughts mm. on what people are saying about that part of this? I don't think it's a cult. I just think people, it, it, for me, I think it's then like they're going to see a concert, a Kanye concert, just okay. seeing what he's going to do next. Because the things I saw online, it was him just kind of like he read, he read it a Leah song, one of Leah songs. You know, and it's like Kanye is great at sampling songs and redoing them to make them hot. You know what I mean? So I don't think he's creating a cult. I don't think it's a follow for what I know about it. It's not a people, it's not a certain people who follow him around everywhere he goes. You know, I know he has his choir and all that, but um, I just think he's Kanye being Kanye. It's like a little private, intimate concert. You know, I like having to be on Sunday with, with a, uh, you know, with a bunch of church, you know, with, I guess, church-like songs. I like the way you, know, you put that. Mixing and that's a good response to tell... Like. That's a good response to tell a lot of people that it's not a cult. It's just like Kanye concert that had that's a Kanye a gospel intimate. concert. You know what I mean? Feel intimate, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm from. But what let I me ask you this: it's free tickets to go to it and stuff. Like whenever they put it out, it's free, and then it's the first people who sign yeah. up get to go. That kind of thing. How like how does a cult start? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's cult in that perspective. I think you know when you have a cult following, I think that like almost you're larger than life. I think Kanye is um, assembling some sort of cult following. This to me, this does smell of a cult following. Not cult in the sense that yeah, we're gonna be drinking poison to all kill ourselves, but just a cult following that like Kanye is. Um, is the leader of a new religion. I think that he's going to try to create a new religion. And I don't know if it's going to be called the religion of Kanye. I think that it'll still be Christian. It's called Jesus. But it'll, but it'll be, it'll, he'll be a, he'll portray himself as a, a cult leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a person that's someone you want to follow and someone you want to listen to and someone that can and will, if they tell you to drink this poison, they will. Mm. Like that's, I think that I think it he does. Kinda already, cult, he's already thought of feeling. himself like that. I think a lot of most hot rappers or entertainers have a certain type of cult following. You know what I mean? But not like, like the, Kanye. The, the little, because the little Kanye kid, not just a that, rapper. That little kid who snitching right now, um, Takashi Six Nine, he had a cult following. I, I, you know I, mean? I hear what no. you're saying, Los, um, and I think you, I think you make it sense. I think it sounds like that a lot of people use the word cult following though. And yeah. mean it, and but like the meaning of that means kind of like just a lot of people follow you. But I think we no, really kind of break it down to like if a cult following Kanye is kind of closer to, you know what I mean? Like almost the people who listen to him follow him for a different type of reason. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know that's what I'm saying. I'm, the, I'm, I'm saying the kids who were following that little dude would was going to trying to get tattoos on their face doing the same dumb shit he was doing. You know what I mean? Start doing that internet trolling, all the extra stuff. Like that's similar, uh, you know, that's that's similar to a cult. Like motherfucker trying to emulate everything you do and listen to hanging on to every word you do, trying to be like you or following you wherever you go. Or willing to do if you say do this, they'll do that. That's the same thing. Okay, I I will give I'll give you that that rappers in general across the board probably have I was just kind of um followings that I'm just are saying the dude. Yeah, you're talking about you talking about Takashi Six Nine just as one person, yeah. right? But it was crazy. I, how I he think had him I think the way you said him. that though, I think a lot of people could like come back and say, "Well, Triple X Tension had people like that, and 
other people might look at um, Eminem like that when he and I feel like Eminem is a really good example of someone who had like yeah, a cult following. But high. I would say yeah. I would say Jay Z didn't have a cult following. I would say Eminem did. I would say Kanye is of that mold like like Eminem to have like a cult following. Jay Z made people everybody take off. Um, no. We stopped wearing throwback jerseys. I, I, I completely disagree with the. With, well, I, I disagree with the Jay Z from. I'm just saying that it's different when it when it when it goes more than artistry. And I guess maybe you can go into that whole idea of Rockefeller. Maybe we, but I don't think that I don't. When I think Rockefeller and Rockaway, I don't think just Jay Z. I think that if you're saying that Rockefeller had whatever because they were real hot, uh, then then you would be able to say that. Show, okay, um, P Diddy had her cult following because people was wearing. Um, was wearing Sean John. I just I don't think that's the same thing. No, I was, no, no like, I'm saying like when Jay Z stopped stopped wearing jerseys and said, "I'm um, whatever plus I wear a button up." Ever like throwback jerseys stopped selling like heavy then. Like almost I don't know. immediately. It's three of us. What you think, Roger, about the the conversation we're trying? I mean, I mean that that idea of a cult following. Like, is that just everybody, or is it just kind of a special? No, I I I think I think people like Jay Z. I think uh, I think people like P Diddy and, and the things that he does and his, his Sean John at one point in time, but I think Kanye. I, I I mean I hold Kanye to a higher standard. Kanye does different stuff. Like Kanye is not just rapping about stuff. Like Kanye not just like death of auto tune. Okay, well then shit, we don't want to listen to auto tune no more. Like I think that Kanye has a following. I think that Kanye has a following, fashionable kind of following, because I follow him fa- fashionably. I think that he's got a rap following, but I also think he's got a mindset following. And I think Kanye is crazy, and and not not crazy in the sense that I think he's crazy, but crazy in the sense that he's already deemed to be like bipolar, and he stopped taking his medication because we love. He's I saw. I don't know if I don't know if you got a chance to watch um, the show on Netflix with David Letterman. Whereas two people talking, mm-hmm. well, Kanye was on there and he's basically like, y'all can't have the best of both worlds. You can't have me crazy and you can't have me on my medication. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd just stop taking my medication and then just function in life crazy. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. not necessarily to say that like I'm functioning in life crazy to where, um, you know, like you shouldn't follow me when I'm functioning in life to where you all, that's what y'all like. This is what you want from Kanye. And I don't think that any other person in the in in the rap game um, has that has that going on for him. So I think that the, what Kanye is doing is a lot different. And, and I think that what Kanye the is, I think doing they're going is to church because he's musically talented, dog, and the music sound great. Okay, so they're not we, going there. And we we had kind of went a little bit diverged from the conversation about the Sunday service, and I want to go back there. But I think that the the just talking about quote unquote the cult following was that was just you know that that's what I would kind of living in that conversation I is don't think so. I think that it's an inter like the reason I threw Eminem as a person who is that is because there were legions of white boys like little young white boys at a time who was like whatever Marshall Mathers do I'm cutting my hair I'm doing this I'm whatever mm-hmm. and he had that crazy aspect to him like people was like Eminem is crazy he's rapping about crazy shit like he's like the things you would hear him say on the album people was like. No, that's something not he's talking about killing his his wife and his 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 baby mama and all kind of crazy stuff. And so I think there's an element of crazy that needs to that that kind of gets rolled up in the cult following. And I know the word crazy might not be politically correct. We talked about that before. But 
I think that that's kind of what the difference is, um, Los, in comparison to like a Takashi Six Nine or Jay Z. I don't think we ever looked at them as crazy people. You know what I mean? But I, we, when people follow Takashi crazy. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of looked I, at him as a little poser. You know, you watch the Breakfast Club. Yeah, movie. exactly. I thought, he, yeah. I thought he was just making, yeah. like, trying to be cool. But, like, but not crazy. People don't like, realize that. We know that because we, we of age. We yeah. of age, so we know that. You know what but I mean? To but to me, that's kids, the difference. Kids, just like, but anyway, with, with Kanye, stay on, on, on topic. I feel like with Kanye, only reason people go on is to hear his music at the Sunday service. And that's I mean, you no, know, I would... I would go listen to his music because I was trying to let you defend your point about that though. Like, like we were still on topic that oh, okay, my bad. Six nine, but yeah, like, but the gosh, but like, he, I don't but see him thought, being legit crazy, he, and it's not no, about he, who's he, following you. It's about like the person they're following. I think is kind of what okay. is more of a indicate. But you, like, I is think he really think, crazy? I don't know, but I think it's. I think they got married to what you're saying as well. I just think it's an interesting thing to say. You know, that person has a cult following. And I think Kanye specifically fits the mold of what someone would say. But the first point you said um, is that you don't think it's a cult following. You think people just want to go watch a concert. And I think yes. that that is on a lot of levels true. But I also think that mm-hmm. a lot of people out there are like kind of like, oh, if Kanye did come out with a church and that man was on TV like Joe Osteen and stuff every Sunday... There would be a lot of people waking up watching Kanye service on Sunday mornings. As, 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 no, as, 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 no, as long as long as he's playing music the entire time. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, not the entire time. No, but no. And, I disagree. As long as he as, as long as he remixing songs and it's dope and like it's a little concert the whole time. Yes, people will watch it. But when he gets, let if me he gets take, the time let me, to talk let me, and preach the folk and all it, and nobody's watching that. That's not the truth. I just completely disagree with that because you 100% watch the entire... You ain't got the answer, Sway. You watch that. If Kanye uses that same energy towards the gospel, I think that people are going to be watching that. So all that to say, I want to say this. Whenever you was going on the, on the Takashi 6 9 thing, on the Takashi 6 9 tangent, Takashi 6 9 is young. Like mm-hmm. I think that he appeals to young people that's just trying to be different. Kanye West is our age. He appealing to people that are our age, like he is shaping the minds different. of adults. So, like, I think that it's a lot different to compare Takashi. I don't. To Kanye. I don't think Kanye West is shaping nobody's mind, Roger, at all. Well, he is because he's doing it through music, and I think if you enjoy the music, and then in the middle of the music, you got an interlude of Kanye talking, you're gonna listen to him about about. You're not what? gonna just get on your phone. Yes, I'm gonna listen about I'm, whatever I'm, he's talking about. Yeah, because I want to see if he's gonna say something crazy. That's it. That's the only reason I will listen. I but, wouldn't take nothing away from Kanye and be like, "Oh, I'm applied to my life." No. Well, we can. We it's can Kanye kinda, West. I want to. I want to hear him say that George Bush don't like white people again. Like, so I want him to say something stupid like that. And that, I'm and not listening to Kanye awesome. West for any. However, if we go back to the first yeah. points we were saying at the beginning of the podcast about um, when you looked at yourself in the mirror when you was young, right, and the person you grew mm-hmm. up to be, like, and you were like, and you having this conversation with yourself about who you want to be, and we said that it's a problem if you look at yourself in the mirror and you and you don't like what you see. I'm co- mm-hmm. like full circle. Like you can only speak for you. You're saying that you can look at Kanye West and be like, That's true. I-, "I just like his music and whatever." I'm not going to listen to no Kanye West and all of that. But I, I feel like there's a lot of people who would sit down and be like, "You know what? 
Kanye is talking some sense, man. And I really like the music and I really like what it, like, why do people wow. pick churches to begin with? Why does, why is, what makes Joel yeah, Osteen like or T.D. Jakes? Exactly. It, that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. the point, right? And if they like Kanye, yeah. then it's, it's not a yeah. hard okay. sell for me to say that people would do that. Now, I got a, another question on this same line and it's just, it's about this. Um, that's a hard sell. Kanye West kind of was like, you know, aligning himself with Trump and black people was like, all for Kanye. Is that the quickest way to get back in good with black people? Is just Jesus? Let's like, go to is, church. Like, <laughs> you like, already know. Like, once you're back with Jesus, is it like all things Are forgiven? we good? We good, Kanye. You be- Oh, okay. You like, okay, cool. You put on concerts on Sundays for free? Cool. Because, I mean, I, to we me, back on you. I got two things in my head that either he doing it to get back in with the black folks or why, mm-hmm. if, if he had a motive. If one of them mm-hmm. would be to get back in with the black folks and the other one would be like to capitalize on maybe an album and other stuff coming forward. I would mm-hmm. think that those would be kind of the two things that he would he would be doing. Not to say that it's a ploy, but if it was a ploy, that would be the reasons. And I think black folks is way is really quick to forgive and be like, all right, Kanye, come on hey, back. We love you. Hey, if you if you can sing, dribble, and run fast, we don't we we forgive you real fast. <laughs> I mean we good. Uh, it's the thing, man. And I, I I mean, I, I think the Sunday service thing is. I, I mean, if it come to Houston, I'm gonna be trying to make yeah. sure I'm the first. Definitely trying to get some tickets. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get some tickets. <laughs> Definitely want to see what's going on. Free show, free Kanye concert. It'll be like all of the livest people there. Like the livest people in the, will be figuring yeah, out how to get there, and it'll be a big. Yeah. It'll be a big Stupid party. Pack. It will be a yeah, exactly that yeah. kind of thing. Weed well, smoke and all that kind of stuff. Before we get out of here, let's uh, let's get a little quick word from one of our sponsors. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company. Man, y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company, coffee for the culture. Um, so yeah, just make sure that we're gonna be one of our next, um, best friend weekend need to be one of the network partners for them boys, man. Don't be scared of the brand. You know how we do it, man. That's another thing. But y'all just talk all of that stuff about Kanye. I hate to jump from one thing to the, um, to the next. I'm looking right now and they said that He's got a service on Sunday and a service on Saturday. Mm. Now cue up that music for nothing. So cue up that music. You can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. Yeah. Uh, so you speaking of crazy, I mean, I, I I just spoke last week a little bit about Dennis Rodman and that 30 for 30 documentary. And I just so happened to watch it a second time earlier today. My first thought, honestly, was, why is Dennis Rodman's skin so dark these days? I mean, I'm not saying I'm hating. I'd rather people get darker when they age and not look crazy light-skinned like Sammy Sosa and Lil' Kim. But that's like, because, you know, Sammy Sosa and Lil' Kim is scary and whack. But as I was saying, is it just me? I feel like when people, when black people get blacker, it's like a side effect of, 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 of crack. I looked up hyperpigmentation online and couldn't find no drug links, but I swear they in there. But, you know, anyway, I digress. (laughs) Dennis Rodman was living a hard life. I'm not telling you nothing you don't already know. The thing that stuck out to me this time I watched it was the relationship he had with his kids. He's got a grown daughter on the documentary. Nice. 
I mean, she was like nice, married to a white dude, nice. But she was nice. Side note: Do 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 white parents approve of their sons marrying or dating black girls under the same pretenses as their daughters dating black men? Follow me. Follow what I'm saying right now. I've always thought that white girls' parents will let them date a black man if he's a celebrity or if he's like in sports or if he has money coming. They'll be okay, more okay with it. And if he's just a regular black dude, I'm not saying everybody as a as like a whole, but I think that that mm-hmm. makes that softens the blow. Does it work the same way? Is it like he brings Dennis Rodman's daughter home and they're like, oh, she's black. Oh, she's Dennis Rodman's daughter. So she has money. I don't know. Just some food for thought. Damn, I went on a tangent again. If it, it was his daughter talking noise and his ex-wife talking about how you don't have a relationship with his kids. And then it was all drunk. So Dennis was on that saying... <laughs> He never had, he never learned how to love from his mama. I heard all that and all I could think was, I'm 100% sure of one of three things. One, Dennis Rodman is special ed, like without a doubt, 504, <laughs> or accommodations, modifications. Most teachers the students in the classroom, special ed. And either his ex-wives are special ed too, <laughs> or they overlooked his special ed-ism because he had that check, fame, and LA mind. And I'm of the mind that if they special ed too, no. well, that's a tough situation for the kids either way. But if they knew that he was special ed, they just went along for the ride. Well, I don't sorry, I don't feel sorry for them, all them kids. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about financially stable children with a lacking relationship with their absent special ed famous daddy. <laughs> so I won't say nothing at all. Listen, it's three. Number one, it's three. But the thing about it is, you so can't they know. blame they the know, kids. They know. He, they know he's special. The- the women knew that man was special ed as hell, bro. Okay. But okay. The, you can't blame them kids for that. It's not them children's fault. <laughs> it's not them children's fault, but I'm not feeling sorry for them. <laughs> you got like, to feel sorry they, for them. I'm not feeling sorry and for them. They that, mama, and they girl have knew, white, too, so they count for something. And they got money. They have white. Yes. The mama yes, did. She did. And, she, and she, they was financially taken care of forever. She yeah. knew that man was special. And all that, that. She knew that man was special ed. You can't sit and have a conversation with Denny Rob for two minutes and not know that boy's super special. But the thing about it is... they got a difference... I think they got a difference between special and um, whatever Dennis Rodman. He's not welding. Um, <laughs> it's like, he no, he's not he right. He's not welding. He's he not winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? He functional. He like, yeah, he, he like in the band special. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that type. You know, I'm not What's talking about everybody in the band. I'm not talking about everybody in the band. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the dude that we know that's that was in the band that was regular, but... Not really regular. Mortal Kombat. That liked Mortal Kombat. That liked anime. <laughs> that liked piercings and like shit that normal black people don't like. That's Dennis Rodman. I think, I think he's a little more special. I, than so that, cool. he, he, no, special? I think he's a little bit more special than that, Raj. I don't yeah, think he's he just weird. Special. I think he. I think he's he. Mind, why didn't see that's documentary? Weird. So I don't know. His mind, like Dennis Rodman's mind grow, thinks. T- anybody who grow a, a foot in two months when they're twenty four years old. There's something, something wrong with you. That's handicap. That's a handicap, dog. you like, you like me jumping to six five, six what? To be going seven foot right now. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Look, would you go crazy? How do you think that your psyche would be if you right now grow to be seven foot and in and 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 you're nice in basketball? Well, not right now. Let's say ten years ago. Okay. You're nice in basketball. All of a sudden, you go from my life expectations are. I'm gonna work in retail for the rest of my life, or in 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 a day, or in a month, or in a year. To 
I'm playing in that league. My psyche is gonna be, thank you, Jesus. But, but, that might, but that's <laughs> you don't know what your psyche is. I be. know exactly what that's my what psyche I'm trying to say. I'm so telling you, what my psyche is. His mama, like I think that was part of like when you watch the yeah, documentary. They got into that's, it. that's part yeah. of the, the beef with him and his mama mm-hmm. because when he was a five foot eight or five ten cat, he was getting into it and stuff. Yeah. Just was sitting around the house at 22 years old, not wanting to mm-hmm. do nothing, and was like and getting in trouble for stealing and looking special yeah. ed. If you look at his yeah. pictures, Ooh, then all man. of a sudden. He then he shoot up and he going to college somewhere to hoop, and his mama yeah, like he he resenting around, his mama. No, he yeah. resenting his mama for like he putting did. him out. Put well, him she out. was supposed to put your ass out when yeah, you yeah. twenty one years old, just sitting around the house and not wanting to have a job. Like he ain't want to do shit. Yeah, you ain't want to do shit. Look, the boy, coach yeah. Raj, the coach came to his house to like make him try to come to school, and he locked himself mm-hmm. in the bedroom and wouldn't come out. Like the, his first day, he was like, twenty two years got, old. The, yeah, he's like 23, 23. The man got him way out there, got him out there. He locks it in his dorm. He's like, nah, nope, not coming out. No, brother, that's not <laughs> the like part hours. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the part he did that at his house. Like his mama had kicked him out the house. And the coach said, I'm going to come to the house for a visit. So she let Dennis come back to the house so the coach could visit with him. He went in his old bedroom and locked himself in there for three hours. And the coach was in there like knocking on the Wait. door until oh, he I thought, actually came he did, out. Did he do yeah, the same was, thing for practice too? I don't, I don't know, but I know that part is what I'm talking about. That happened at his crib. So all of that yeah. to say, if it happened at school or if it happened at his crib, that's crazy. Like that's yeah. like Dennis. It was a lot going on, and I guess my I think I think they got I think there's a lot of weight to bear going from um, shit to sugar yeah. overnight. Um, and I, and and you know I think the expectation for me if someone if if I knew somebody if I knew somebody. Um, if I knew that that happened to someone, I would expect them to turn into Dennis Rodman rather than just be a cool dude. No. If somebody went from 5'10", if somebody went from 5'10 to 6'9 at 21 years old and then ended up in that league, if I go to 6'10 right now, I'm going to be in that league. I'm letting y'all know right now. If, if, and I don't know how I would handle that situation going from 5'9 to 6'9 in overnight or in a year. And I'm, I'm you're gonna, you're gonna doing regular shit, and and you gonna no right. basketball. I think I think I think that there's certain things that um, a lot of things that that um, we are kind of experts at that different people are experts at. I feel like Los should defer to us on certain things. Um, I feel like I should defer to you guys on certain things. I think this is one of those things where working in education as long as we have, mm, you can no tell when somebody like is you yes. can tell when somebody's special. And you can see like, like he the whole, around a bunch, yeah, yeah. You he can was, see the he whole. He letting girls dress thing. him up, putting on lipstick, going outside with dresses on. Well, that's not like he, to he, me. That's not the most crazy part. That's just having all the sisters. I think. Yeah, what obviously, honestly, you know what? You're wrong. I mean, I'm wrong because those were his younger sisters. So yes. that is special. When your younger sister <laughs> dressed you up you. and got you walking outside and girls clothes. But my thing is, yeah, okay, yeah, is you're a boy, but they got you. But you know, you go outside like that. Like, come on, man. If that's your younger sisters, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, he got a, it's a lot of things with him that, like, just kind of watching shit, it. Though. Yeah. Just watching it. Um, and I was like, oof, that boy's um, Dennis Robin on some crazy, on some, on some next level stuff, man. Yeah. Um, listen, I, this other story, though, man, once again, I'm rehashing last week just a bit. Okay. So, a Pittsburgh doctor. Filed a lawsuit against Steelers, former Steelers receiver Antonio Bounds, claiming that he had eleven thousand five hundred dollars in unpaid fees. Not only that, 
According to Dr. Um, Pris, claimed that Brown <laughs> repeatedly... Man, I had to look this shit up, dude. Because I saw the headline on Facebook and I was like, no way, this is like, why are you posting fake news? Dog, I, I had to look it up. Okay. Whew. Not only this, Dr. Prisk claims that Brown repeatedly farted in his face and laughed about it during their consultation when he showed oh, up it, three hours late. It's on, it's on Worldstar. That man was fun. It's a video. It's a video. No, it's, it's no, they don't. Yeah. They got a video of fun. Dog, he would just sit there, man, was working on his shoulder, hit the little thing, and he go, my bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it was loud. He wasn't like, and then he put it on his stomach, he like, ah, my bad, dog. He wasn't late, just kept saying, my bad, dog. People around him was laughing. <laughs> he smiled with that little, you know, he got that little weird-ass smile. But, Nah, he wasn't just busting out laughing, but he did. The man was the man with the extra doctor was sitting down and uh Brian was standing up. So it was it was pretty close to his face. That man was fighting. Yeah, loud too. He wasn't like a little poop. Cutting. Raj, I, I just Raj, I need you I need your thoughts on this part of it. How does it, how does it devolve from cutting we cancel that <laughs> we canceling that man? Because of sexual assault, are we canceling that man because of sexual harassment? Are we canceling that man because of beating on women to the point where just anybody coming, like cutting that man fight, that man fight, he fight like cutting. We nah, cutting. I said this already. I said this already. already. If if you didn't, if you didn't already think there's something wrong with Antonio Brown, (laughs) there's something wrong with you. This, I mean, how much more evidence but do you want that something is seriously why wrong that's like a, Why that's a, cutting? why is that something that needs to make the news, cutting? So, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I, I think that that's just the icing on the cake, if you will. He owed that doctor 11.5. Like, <laughs> pay that doctor his 11.5. But like, in the, in the meantime, I'm going to let y'all know that, man, if y'all need more evidence that he crazy, he kept fighting in my face. <laughs> Not only does he owe me eleven five, he he continuously, repeatedly. Yeah. The, the, that's the key word. Yeah. It's not fart. Yeah. The key word yeah. is repeatedly yeah. farted in his yeah. face. Oh my bad, doc. Yeah, just like that. So that's cool, like key. it was loud, bro. Look at it. I just sent it. Look at it. It's funny as fuck. I'm not watching that right now, man. No, watch it. Watch why it. Is Antonio Brown, why is Antonio Brown fighting on the doctor, man? And why is that because making the news, food. man? But listen, the first time the doctor didn't say nothing. The second time he's like, "Oh man, <laughs> you know how much I hate people who fight like around other people." Cutting, I hate that. Cutting, it's a wild. Cutting, he's special just yeah. like you. Cutting, oh um, no, no, he is special. Cutting, I only really had like one more, one more news story that I wanted to. I don't want to go deep and dive on it. I'm just asking y'all a question. Now, this might be a little not correct, but okay. So this story been, and I mean, you know, I haven't asked y'all about this at all. So they got this relief picture of Felipe Vasquez um, for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and it's been in the news for the last couple of days. He's in jail because he tried to have sex with a 13-year-old girl and sent her nude photographs and videos of himself, like, jacking off. He's 28, and he was arrested earlier this week in um, six counts in Pennsylvania and in Florida, uh, related to his contact with the girl, she like sixteen now. So he was twenty five. She was thirteen at the time. Um, wow. He told he met the girl while he was in a bullpen, like 
back there ready to pitch. And he communicated with her through text messages and social media. Um, he said that he claimed initially that he refused to communicate with her due to her age, saying the girl appeared to be 16 or younger. Um, but then next thing you know, they're exchanging whatever um, text and stuff. And then he tried to smash. So say he never killed or whatever and all the rest of these things, right? So he's in a lot of trouble for this and he's admitting to all of it. My question is, that man is from um, Venezuela. Oh, you know, they do that out there. Is it, a, is it that simple? And that's that, that is literally the <laughs> question that up. I have. Like It's fucked up. They, they like, do that, dog. Like, is it... I mean, I know all of y'all grandparents, when your grandfather was 25, he was he was married to your 13-year-old yeah, grandmother. He was married yeah, to like, your 13-year-old grandmother. It, she, it was a thing like in the 1930s like and 40s. Yeah, like she was like seven, seven, eight. Yeah, and he was 29. Like, that, yeah. like that, yeah. that's how it was back in the day. My question is just... Is that like a cultural thing that that man just so free with it? Because I know when I went visit Tim um, in Panama once, I remember our little tour guide dude saying that one day, like, just like, yeah, when they're young, yeah, dudes be catching them when they're like 15, 14 mm-hmm. years old because they find this shit or whatever at this age and whatever. And it just was like common, like, yeah, they mama know, yeah. they know. That's yeah, how they. That's I, how they yeah, I, I was. I was. I was just about to say that it was a little girl. That, um, you know, a while back that I um knew, um, you know, where I worked at, and something similar happened to her like that, and she was kind of you know upset about it, or whatever. Um, and you know, you know, they filed CPS and all that. Come to the mom was like, mother, like she'll be okay. It's fine. <laughs> y'all need to mind y'all business. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just. I just think it's a very. I don't know. It's it's like when people. I guess the the biggest takeaway from this for me is when you come to somebody else's country, you gotta abide by their laws. So you since be doing that, since he's in America, you he got to he, you gotta act like Americans act, even if that's what you do where you from. Even if that's socially acceptable and you would have got away with it, maybe every year he go back and play ball in Venezuela and he played winter ball in Venezuela every year. And maybe he got 14 and 15 and 16 year old little chicks down there and it's all good. That's you crazy. can't do that. I cheer. Like that's the cheering, man. Come on. Dog. But I think to some, I mean, this was the point. This is why I brought the point up. You saying that cheering, I just don't think everybody look at it that way. In, in different places. Like how we was talking yeah. about R. Kelly and there's this big thing about surviving R. Kelly and what he had the little girls and whatever. Like if R. Kelly was a famous musical act in Colombia, that man, that might be okay. Like... Ooh, yeah. I, hey, yeah, I, am, I, am I... Well, no, I think, I, think, I think not only would he be okay, he'd be like... We wouldn't even think twice about chastising mm-hmm. him for what he, he's done. <clears throat> but... I have I, no, you know, no matter how um, different I want to be, I have American values, mm-hmm. um, and and I'm placing judgment on that man. I don't care where he's from <laughs> for smashing something thirteen. He said he didn't like, kill. That's him. not okay. He said he didn't smash. No, well, I actually just read it. Oh, he, he said, said he, he couldn't did? fit that wood inside. <laughs> that's of what he, he said. He said that's so he, really, he was in the car. He said I couldn't fit that wood inside of us, so I so I really didn't smash. But to me, if that head touched them lips, that smash. You're not like honestly, before that even happened, the fact that y'all even having conversation yeah, like that. You pull your dick out is, on you, is, yeah, you down bad. Like oh is God. is yeah, like you can't do that shit mm-hmm. and that shit should be like like you've heard, I'm sure we've all heard about, oh yeah, you go to jail and and man, like 
you fuck with a child, niggas gonna beat you up. Yeah, like that shit doesn't happen. Like you know what I'm saying? You hear that shit. Like like that's just American standards. So by American standards, from what I like in, in the ones that I choose to accept, I think that that man down bad, and I think that that man don't deserve to be out here. He should go play in the Venezuelan baseball league. To be to be real with you, like if you can't get real, like okay, I get it. Like y'all do that shit out there. All right, cool. I tell you what, you're not welcome here. Go go back to Venezuela, and we know who you are because you're nice. You play, you you, you throw you throw ninety seven. So go, we know you. So go back. <laughs> that's how you feel, Raj. Oh. No, that's for real. How I feel like I really feel like that's fair. That's fair punishment. Yeah, no. So, so we're not gonna so put you. So we're not gonna put you in jail. No, but he is. We going to, no, we understand that your motives jail, weren't though. ill. But your motives weren't ill. Like I mean, I'm saying I know that he's gonna get the. I know that he's gonna get the just the justice that they gonna give him. But for me, the justice that I would give him is look. I understand that maybe you were operating within the laws that you thought were right, but they're not. And you just don't know how to be an American, so in the, to say the least. So I need you to go because he probably not go throw, not throw ninety seven in Venezuela because he probably not an American citizen. If I had to guess, he probably just out yeah, here like playing ball. Visa, huh? Come yeah. So they probably just need to deport him more than anything. That should probably be like you yeah, just, just send him back. Yeah, that's gonna hurt right there. Just send him back, and I think that that's completely well, justified. Know. Now, I as I meet Rod Smooth will stand behind that. That man don't know how to act as an American. <laughs> you, you smash thir- a thirteen year old. I don't care if you couldn't. Yes, he did. I don't care if you couldn't get that wood in. You smash. He get, go back. You gotta go back, cousin. You gotta go back. How did he get along with? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we'll buy your flight. The pirates should buy his flight. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> I mean, like, like, or, and that's the difference between him and R. Kelly, right? R. Kelly understood, knew how to be an American, and he just. Well, let's, we, we don't know if that man didn't understand that either, though. Like, we just speculating, so we don't know if that man. Well, did you not give him, that. you give him the benefit of the doubt, Los. I, I that man no, grew no. up in Venezuela. No, I'm saying we don't know if he didn't understand how to be an American. I just think he a freaky little human being. Yeah, he did. He just like little thirteen year old girls. Which might be okay. Well, in then tri- then, and 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 then right, and then call it what you will. Dress it with whatever a, lettuce and tomatoes you want to dress it with. Go but to the jail. nigga did not know how to act. I just you need to, to go put to some jail. So you, between two donuts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, nah, my nigga, go. You, I, what I need you to do is look. We understand. No, I, I would be to me. That's very understanding. Because 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 in, in essence, if you if he did if he did know what he was doing, then he needs to be in jail yeah, for life. I'm saying go but, to jail. But, let, but let okay, knock him off. No, I'm being compassionate about it. Like I'm, I'm looking at the justice. I'm looking at the hand of justice, justice with a, with a, with compassion. Oh. And I think that is it will be okay for them to send that man back to Venezuela to live life as you like to live, but you can't do it here. You can't do it in America. So what are you, you gonna do? So, it so in then, R. Kelly lawyer will be like, "Where you gonna send R. Kelly to Venezuela?" He no, he R. Like, like, as, as said, but what if he want to go? He like, well, you send, earlier, if you send him to Venezuela, I want to go too. <laughs> no, no, R. Kelly knew better. So I mean, there, to me, to whenever we look at whenever we look at justice, we look at I'm it. Saying, who we look say at he it didn't from, know better though. But he did know better because he was raised here. No, I'm you, you know, no, the law. I'm, no, I'm saying who they, they teach the law. say Venezuela that didn't know better. Somebody probably told him, "Hey, man, whoa, whoa, we trip. You can't be with them little girls like that out here." They, he took a. Well, I'm reading I would, right here. I would give no, him the benefit Raj, of the I'm doubt. I'm reading right here. The Venezuela <laughs> dude at the University of Venezuela. He took a coaching class. <laughs> <laughs> it taught him it, it coached him up 
how to answer police questions in situations like this. And uh, <laughs> so that man, that man didn't know, cut. I'm gonna just go with he didn't know, cut. And and he still uh, don't know. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. I guess now he despises upbringing, huh? Man, Lowe's, Here's the thing, Lowe's, Let me wait. Let me paint this perspective before we get off air. <laughs> cut. That man. I'm reading about him. He's a two-time All-Star uh-huh. in the major leagues. Baseball, they make the most money out yes. of every single sport. Yes. I got a partner that got called up a couple of seasons ago. They was making $20,000 every two weeks on their check. Like, take home. Mm-hmm. You're making, you're, you're big baller. You got everything, everything in life you ever, and, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Not only, not only, not only are you getting paid well, but you're good. So you're going to get paid even better for the future. Mm-hmm. Two-time All-Star. You don't have to smash 13 years. I agree. I don't care which way you, you, you push it. Don't throw the R. Kelly. Don't throw the R. Kelly thing into it. You gotta go. That's why I want him. You should go to jail. You don't. I'm saying don't. You should have. You should have went to the club, slapped a chick with a thousand dollar with with a thousand dollars with one, and take her home. And took her home. But you didn't. You decided to take the thirteen year old. But I'm saying. I'm saying you should go to jail though. No, you go to jail. That man should have a. But why even waste? Let's start. Why waste time? Why waste time? Why waste? Re American resources on Keep it a Venezuelan yeah. nigga because he send a nigga to Venezuela because, because, because he made American money. Shit, no. what <laughs> he no. making American send him, money? Send him back. That's uh. a good point, Los. I mean, I think we should could, should capitalize on this. We should create a site, and it should be for uh for dudes who like like 13, 14, 15 year olds. But like, we gotta vet the women that they all gotta be eighteen and over. But they gotta look like they're 13, 14, 15, and 16. And then boys could just go over there and like mess with grown women who look like they're little children. What you think? I think yeah. we got something like right that. And they just pay us for it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> to my we, prostitution. We no, no okay. we do it for free. We do it for free, Lowe's. To my prostitution. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when boys can't kill, cutting, I'm just saying, it's, my, like, it's, like it's like Tinder. Okay, it's like Tinder. Cool. To my, okay, they gotta pimping. swipe. Right. They swipe it left. That's all. It's like the left. That's all. That's all, right. all that is, man. Um, yeah, we about to be out of here, but I just want to one, one more time before um, um, in the next six weeks, we are in a little bit of mourning. Um, uh. Raj and I had a whole talk that's never hit that, the light of day. We might drop it one day about um, Teddy and Taysom and who who we was rocking with. And um, now, we, now we get to see that live out, man. I'm, I feel a way about Drew. But I don't think I've ever been as excited as I am about Sunday in a long time. I'm I'm on pins and needles excited like week one of the season. Like I just I'm so curious as far as what the Saints are gonna be this week. Like it might be the worst thing ever and our season might be to trash. But but maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. we still nice, Clayton. And if we still nice I'm going to be very, very, very happy walking into Ooh. work with that little meme. This how the Saints walk into work with the Saints. All that. I'm going to be drunk as hell Sunday if we still nice. I, I expect us to be nice. Some people don't. I expect us to still be nice. So All I, all I want to say about the situation is, is if we are nice and we beat Seattle, especially if we beat Seattle single-handedly, then... I'm I'm going ham on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going ham on Facebook. Facebook has Straight been a up, very Facebook has been a very tough place for the last week because p- 
people like I'm not even gonna say that I'm not even gonna use them boys sound effect today. Thomas. Y'all know who I'm referring to, but people like them boys, cutting people from our hometown, they've been unruly this week. Like just just nasty and like like everybody who like whatever little random team they like from wherever just been on ten oh, they been talking mad, noise yeah. about the Saints. Like like oh, why yeah. are you so mad at us? Like why are you oh, so yeah. mad me, at us? God. No, I get it. I get it. Let me tell you what's sickening to me is that it seemed like every week I discover a new nigga and like a different random team. And I just discovered a nigga, a couple of dudes, a couple of dudes from, from where we from that like the dolphins. Bro, get out of here. Like, I'm so done with niggas from where we from. I'm out of here, bro. I'm out of here. I can't. Like, I, shout out. This podcast is brought to you by Chris Powers, my nigga CP. And, and I, uh, I think, what's his name? Bro, I could. Co- and Colbert. Uh, Lil Rob. Rob Colbert. Lil Rob. I'm saying, look, I could follow everybody. I could My, my Facebook following could be my immediate friends. And CP, Tremont Gaddison, and Lil Rob. <laughs> And I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, cousin. You're right. If you're not a Saints fan, you, I might as well mute you for all the football season because I'm just, I'm not going to be putting up with their shit. I'm tired of their shit, Roger. Raj. <laughs> Raj. I'm sick of their shit, Raj. As am I. It's disrespectful. That's all it is, man. So hopefully we're back in a, with a better mood next week, man. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend, man. Make it a best friend weekend. And we will holler at you. I'm running through your nigga house like a Tomb Raider. You got a pass around nigga. He a hot potato. I told him, eat it or get out. That's your ultimatum. But stop licking my pussy hard. That shit aggravating. Uh, he ain't mine. I just let him eat me out from time to time. Call that pussy Pudetang because I got the runny kind. (laughs) He can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl, that listen. Hold on. Go a couple rounds, leave that dick up in a casket. I ain't want to take that nigga from you. It just happened. You know I ain't come, boy, if you have to ask me. Freak, 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 freak nasty. Lick on my hand, then I put it in his pants. Get to playing with that cock and make that motherfucker bam. And I walk and I talk like a pimp because I am. God damn. Cause that shit would be so fire. Just I want you to just get the visual. If, if you put this on the podcast, if you don't, I want you to get the visual. Like, you somewhere her. in public, cause that shit happened in public in my mind. You in public and she and, and your chick lick her hand. The, the big lick, lick though, like ah, the big man. Yeah, like with the drip with the drip. Yeah. Like lick with the Ooh. drip. And stick her hand in your pants. You got man. you got you have you got gray sweatpants on in your visual, huh? I'm I had jeans on. I always have jeans on. Because I'm thinking it'd be hard shorts, for her to so. get my get my her hand in my um jeans. You look, you so that's why I was thinking I had I had sweatpants. Well, I actually was thinking if I had on baggy jeans. I had joggers. Yeah. Okay. My that's visual, cool. My visual, I probably wasn't I thinking right. <laughs> I had two joggers on. I was on lunch break in my visual. <laughs> All of the blood went to I was on a, lunch another break. spot, not on, in my brain. I was on lunch break, my visual. <laughs> yeah, them shorts, basketball shorts. <laughs> yeah. That nigga's stupid, though. Y'all are so stupid.